Welcome back to another episode of Love is Out There, a 90 Day Fiance podcast. I'm Julia. I'm Alan. And we're recapping part two of episode 11 of 90 Day Fiance. Three is a party is the name of the episode. And we're back in Squim, Washington. Michael just sitting there stroking that cat like an evil villain as Natalie is stewing with her pink lemonade or whatever the hell she was drinking. Mike. I think that is the only pussy he's been getting lately. Oh, there it is. Coming out firing, Julia. Jeez. Well, we find out later that apparently it's not. Natalie asked Michael if he was only friends with that girl that he spent the night with. Not the question he should have asked. Did y'all smush or not? Have y'all ever smushed? Mike phrased his explanation very strange. If you asked 100 women, it would be 100 for 100 if they had a guy friend. I'll tell you what, Julia, it's not if you asked a guy. If you asked a guy, they'd be like, no, I don't have any girlfriends that are just girlfriends. I don't know. It just, I think it depends on who you are and where you're from. I know a lot of guys with girlfriends and girls with guy friends. You have a ton of girlfriends. Yeah, and if I'm ever single and they're ever single, I might explore something. That's not true. Very few that I wouldn't like. Eh, They wanted to lick it for a little bit, I would let them. Natalie didn't believe anything that Mike was saying. and. It's kind of like that Stephanie and Ryan situation. Natalie's not going to accept anything that isn't her truth. Exactly. He could say anything else, any other explanation, and it wasn't good enough. He had to say, yeah, I cheated on you. That's what happened. Michael, you had sex with her. You just did. And Michael says he gets yelled at when he orders from a waitress. And I was waiting for them to go headfirst into a food conversation argument. I mean, if she gets mad about the butter, imagine how she gets with a girl. Like, yeah. I feel stressed right now. I don't understand why Mike hasn't broken up with her yet with all this jealousy and craziness. Absolutely. I mean, he just comes right out and accuses her of being jealous. And she defended herself by saying how beautiful she is. And he quickly turned around and crapped all over that. Your beauty, Julia, your beauty is ugly. Holy shnikes. She said, I'm more beautiful than you. Well, she is. But for her to say that and then for him to just say how she's so ugly on the inside, that was another moment in this relationship where I would have gotten up, shook his hand and been like, all right, I will be heading out now. Yeah. He says straight up, this doesn't make you a good person. He's not wrong. I don't get her logic. She shouldn't be jealous because she is so much better looking, right? She is jealous. I think she's she's jealous all over. But if she knows that he is the lower value person, she should be like, ha, he's never going to get anything. I'm way better than him. But that's not how she thinks. You know that. I have heard from people before in situations where their significant other is going somewhere, you know, a bachelor party or out. And I'm like, hey, you're not worried he's going to hook up with somebody? And they're like, what? He can't talk to girls. I'm thinking... That's not the right way to talk about your boyfriend. Yeah. But he says to her, we don't fit. You don't like me. Why aren't they breaking up? I don't understand what this conversation is. I thought this scene was over. The way it was kind of petering to an end. And then he dropped that hammer like Thor, the god of lightning. And he said, I don't want to marry you. Well, he didn't say he didn't want to. He said he wasn't ready. How sure are you? He said, I'm not ready to get married. I think he said, I don't want to marry you. Oh, maybe he did. They said a lot of mean things. 
And then in the interview, Natalie basically says how she wants him to admit that he cheated on her. It's like, maybe he should just lie. Maybe he should. that's the only way they're going to get past that and be like, okay, yes, I did it. Yeah, but then she would never let it go. You know that. So he's wrong no matter what. No matter what. It's a lose-lose. I hear that. In Georgia, Rebecca and Zied leave her son's house. And at the coffee shop, Zied ordered a coffee ice cream or a coffee milkshake. I I couldn't follow exactly what this was because he said, I want the coffee and ice cream together. I thought he said coffee and ice cream. So I was like, oh, is he going to pour the coffee on the ice cream? And then it was like brown ice cream. Right. I think he wanted coffee ice cream. But you were with me that you were a little confused about what was about to happen, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Rebecca is feeling insecure because she's about to get married and this forever. That's how she said it. She wants to know how he won't ever want kids. So he acted really, really good to her grandkids. Was he supposed to be a jerk at those house? Like, why is this an issue all of the sudden? I think it's just because he saw the kids and he she hasn't seen him interact with children in a while. So that's supposed to get his juices flowing? Yeah. I, you know what I took from this scene is that he says that he's okay for now. And she gets all into it. Like, what do you mean you're okay for now? Like, what about six years from now? Blah, blah, blah. And basically, Ziad says, I turn it off like a light switch. So click, 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 click. Rebecca believes him. You know, she actually comes right out and says that. But she wants, like, some type of ultimate guarantee or something. Julia, I know the answer. There is a very obvious solution here to prove his commitment to not wanting to have kids. Do you know what it is? Uh, a vasectomy? Yeah, that's the absolutely. If he really wants to show that he does not want to have kids, go get a vasectomy. Prove it right now that you'll never want to have a kid. But he doesn't need to do that. I am aware, but this is the ultimate. If you want to prove to because for all we know, he could just be saying this right now and then eventually change his mind. But if this is really how he feels, go get sipped, my man. Do it. Do it. She wants him to promise that he will never leave her. And, and tell me my solution doesn't work. Go ahead. I, you can't find a flaw in this. If he is committed to her and not ever having kids, won't have to worry about it. I don't know why they're not even just bringing up the idea of adoption. They could even adopt somebody from Tunisia. Like, what's the problem? I get it. Do you remember the episode of The Office where Michael yells at Jan? He's like, I got a vasectomy and then a reverse vasectomy. <laughs> it was great when they broke up. Zied keeps saying the same thing as always. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. And then that stupid chuckle at the end of every sentence. Are you starting to hear it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Well, we go live. We go club. Yeah, man. In Belize, Stephanie is calling Harris. You said that. I wasn't sure, but at least they recapped that part for us. Harris called Stephanie. No, Stephanie called Harris. No. It was ringing. Yeah, it was ringing. He called her. No, he called her. We're on her end of the line. We heard the do 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 Whatever. That's the sound when you're making the, believe me, I do it all the time. I have to wait 20 rings for you to pick up. Trust me. Alan, it sounded to me like he was calling her. Whatever. It's not a big deal. I want to know where this baby talk came from. Oh my God. I said that there were a lot of babes and babies coming from Harris. Are they now in a relationship? What is happening? I tell you, this feels like Bachelor in Paradise where it's like, I'm in love. Okay, rose ceremony over. I'm in love with this other person. Stephanie asked him to come over 
And he was like, uh, I'll come over tomorrow. And she started scrolling through her phone until she could find anybody that she could call. Of course, you know who's always available. The woman on her payroll. Yeah. The, the one who she pays to be her friend. Yes. Who, well, her friend probably saw this coming, so she knew she would have to be available at this time. They get psychic Maria on the phone, and I wrote down, blah, 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 condom story. It was everything we thought. It was literally the same crap. I mean, she recaps the story, and all I got from it was her face was really wet from the tears, but that was the only thing that was wet that night. hey hey Maria gave her this yes ma'am story. Do you know that phrase, like a yes man or a yes ma'am? Like there's this expression they say, oh, he surrounds himself with yes mans. Yeah, people that just want to tell you what you want to hear. Right. People in your yeah. entourage that'll tell you what you want to hear. They'll agree with what you ever want to, or they'll say what you say is a good idea, even if it's not. They're the worst type of people to have around. You want like my best friend in the world. I'll say something and he'll just be like, what? You're an idiot. Don't know. That's a terrible idea. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. You need somebody to check you. And when you don't have that, that's when you see celebrities just go off the deep end. You can watch it happen. Like Kanye is an example of not a single person has ever been like, uh, Yeezy, you might want to pull back on that. That's not the way to go with this. And how many times, how many meltdowns have we seen? I mean, countless, right? I don't know. I think she had the right amount of yes, man, because she was like kind of digging in and saying, you know, Harris might be a little bit better, but they both have bad motives and they both want to come to the U.S. So true. I couldn't stand when Maria justified Stephanie's behavior because she's a Pisces, Julia. And that's, you know, she's easy to fall in love. Alan, Sagittarius's are easy to fall in love too. Of course they are, because it's me. But I think the Zodiac is a little silly. I do appreciate when people use it for stuff. But when you're justifying irrational behavior, oh, oh, he's a fire sign. Of course he's going to do that. Everybody gets mad. Pick a sign. Everybody's going to have lunch. Everybody poops. Some more than others. Yeah, she could have said anything that would link something astrological to any event that happens. Oh, you know what? Mercury's in retrograde. This is why this is happening right now. Shut up. Stephanie wants to do a whole little switcheroo and bring Harris to America with a K-1 visa. So basically, she's just going to take any guy who gives her attention. What happened to Ryan being the love of her life? And I don't know if she ever used those words, but she definitely implied it. She gave her her mother's ring. She was committed. She needs to be committed. She does. She just has too much money. I think that's what it comes down to. If we took away like her success and her money, this would not even be a conversation. Absolutely not. In Dinwiddie, Virginia, Brandon and Julia have 64 days to wed. Fresh off of the she may be preggers conversation, Brandon is heading off to work. But first, Julia is going to have to take a pregnancy test. All right. If it's positive, he calls out of work, right? I don't think he needs to. But this is after work. Really? I thought he was going to work. No, no. He comes home in his 350Z. We didn't see that, did we? Yes, we did. And he had a box in his hand. And I wrote... Why didn't he put that thing in a bag? That is embarrassing. Do not walk out of a CVS with just a box of pregnancy tests, okay? All right, buckle up. So Julia's method of taking this pregnancy test, it looks like she took a beer pong cup and she peed in it, and then she stuck the stick in it like a thermometer. I have a lot of questions. I've never taken a pregnancy test. I guess I've never seen a pregnancy test being taken. I thought you're supposed to pee on the stick directly. You are. But I think this is just another method of it. But I thought the part that the pee goes in is in the middle of the thing. It's on the end. Huh? It looked like a thermometer. 
Yeah, it's on the end. Like there's a cap and you pull it off and then there's a line on there so you know where. I thought, well, the line, again, it looked like a thermometer. I guess I always thought you hold the part that goes under your tongue on the thermometer and you pee on the other side of it. Yes, that's well, how it works. No, this looked like you hold where the you read the thermometer and you stick the stuff that goes under your tongue in the pee. I'm so confused about. So what was saying. I? Am so confused. Okay, so it's really not that difficult. If you saw one in person, you would understand. All right, so we have a thermometer, right? And it yes. looks like a pen. So let's just call it the pen cap, and then the part where you write. You got it? Okay. Mm-hmm. So the part that you write, if this is a thermometer, that goes under your tongue when you're taking your temperature, correct? Yes. And then the part where the pen cap is, that's where you read the the temperature. Yes. Now, when Julia did this pregnancy test, she took the part where you write, the part that goes under your tongue, and dipped it into a cup of pee. So she dipped it in. Yes. I thought when you take a pregnancy test, you hold that part and you pee on the top of it where you would normally read the numbers. No. Well, that's where it has the answer. I thought you pee on that and then that's no. what. No. Why would no... you do that? It, it would ruin the screen. I always wondered. No. I had no idea that that's where you measure. I always thought it was like a strip in the middle of it. No. There's a thing and there's a line to where you don't have to pee past. So you, you fill up the line at the bottom. It's not like filling it up. You just pee on it. I mean, not everybody's a sharpshooter like I am. I just, okay, so maybe this makes a little bit more sense to why some people's are a little bit more accurate because it's not as accurate. I mean, you're kind of shooting it on that end of that stick. It might not absorb enough urine. You also don't want to like get messy. <laughs> I, I thought it was a very messy thing. It's I, not. <laughs> Julia, I am a very educated person. This scene blew my mind. I We just saw Yara take a test, what, two weeks ago? There was no cup involved. Yeah, that's because they closed the door on us because he was at TSA with her. Well, he didn't bring a cup into the bathroom. I have never even once. How come they don't sell cups with the pregnancy test? Because that's a lot of packaging. Whatever cup you ever use, please throw it away after this, please. If I ever do this, I'm going to pee directly on it and not in a cup. Okay, that's a waste of a cup. That's what I'm saying. All right. End of this test conversation. Again, (laughs) This blew my mind. Like, I have just never given that much thought to it and was very confused. Three minutes are up and commercial. This was the ultimate American Idol technique. 90 Day Fiance doesn't do a whole lot of big reveals like this. Yeah, sometimes in the middle of the fight, they'll go to commercial. Did you watch American Idol back in the day where Ryan Seacrest would go on this long rant where it was, okay, and the votes are in. You and you have been decided who's going to move on. The person with the amount of votes is going to come out right after at the end of this commercial. Yes. They they were like the ultimate draw you up and then commercial. This just felt like one of those American Idol moments. I feel like they also do it on The Masked Singer. It's just uh, to get you to come back. Like you you can't not watch the next scene. Do you know how many minutes of The Masked Singer I've ever seen on a television? On a television or on a YouTube that I made you list watch? On a television. Zero. Zero. Don't care. Two lines means Brandon is not the father. Not the father. They were struggling with this pregnancy test. It's 2021, or maybe it's 2020 when we're doing this. Can't they just come up with like a color code or something where it's a very clear yes or no thing? Julia, I have a million dollar idea, patent pending. We could even make it in all languages. So make it in Russian. You pee on the stick. If you're pregnant, it says da. If you pee on the stick and you're not pregnant, it says niet. This is, I'm telling you, this is gold, babe. This is gold. We got to do this. You know what happened, right? He got the cheap pregnancy test. The more expensive ones say pregnant, not pregnant. So my language thing? I'm sure in Russia, they might have it say niet and, and da. 
Did I ever tell you that I had a friend in high school who was Russian? And when he came over to America in elementary school, you know that song that goes da 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 boop 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 da da da. He goes, I never understood why they were saying yes over and over again. It took me a long time to figure that out. Well, that pregnancy test should have just said he's cheap rather than <laughs> any lines. Like have a third option of, yeah, you're pregnant, maybe, but you probably want to go get this checked out by somebody better. Oh maybe my God, a doctor. that would be the ultimate that she actually is pregnant. I didn't even consider that as an option because we know how the rest of this episode goes. And then if she actually is pregnant, oh my God. The real issue is now they have to go back and tell the parents she's not pregnant. Yeah, but what I want to get into is why they don't address her being sick. She's sick for a reason. Ooh, does, I didn't think of that. Does she have coronavirus? <laughs> Nobody cares. I don't think nausea was one of those symptoms. <laughs> Julia, nice observation. I love it. Nobody cares. Brandon may have to change his contraception method. I saw something funny recently where, do you know when you go to the doctor, the technical term for Brandon's form of birth control? The pull-up method. You think that's what it says on a doctor's form? Oh, sorry. No. What is it? Coitus interruptus. Oh, okay. Brush up on your Latin, folks. Did you hear Brandon's voice get all high about being scared and pregnancy and how it scares him? He's like, maybe I just want you to go into birth control. He's a child. Betty and Ron are the oldest people to ever, like ever since Jenny, they are the oldest people to ever be on the show. They are so damn old. Wouldn't they be excited to have a grandchild? I'm not realizing until now, they are getting a lot of screen time. A lot. I'm trying to think of any of the other couples who have such bigger parts. I mean, I guess Jovi's Debbie? parents. No, just stop it. Debbie is the all-time Yas queen of this whole show. Get <laughs> out of here. I Seriously, if you were doing like a game of chess, Debbie is the queen on this thing. No, whoever messes with the queen will die. Okay, Larissa. Brandon and Julia bring the parents out of the bedroom. I'm very happy they didn't do that while they were in bed. So as they're telling the parents, why that long pause? Like, why were they playing games? Because he's a child and thinks it's funny. I cannot believe that Ron sniffed it out right away. Ron's not stupid. Never said he was. But Brandon is so immature. And then he started teasing Yara about her pronunciation or just how she says pregnant, pregnant, pregnant. <laughs> Dude, you barely speak one language. She speaks two, maybe three. Yeah, but he's also a child and he's not having a child, at least not today. But she doesn't want to take medication, so they'll probably get pregnant next week. So who cares? Well, they don't like the way condoms feel, Julia. Back to Big Mike and Natalie again. I am so sick of this couple. I know. This was her third, third scene this, this uh, episode. I know. We need less of them and more of Amira. Well, we're going to get more of Amira next week, unfortunately. Next week, yep. They go on a walk to talk, and Natalie wants to make peace and make sure that they never fight like that again, the way they fought, although we know they're going to. I know. It's really hard to have a conversation in your living room, so you have to go to the beach to talk. She mentions that they have trust issues and they should go to the counselor one more time. And Mike quickly put it back on Natalie and was like, no, no, no. You need to go back to therapy. Agreed. Yes. Yes. But she feels like a slave, Alan. She's a slave to him. I'm a slave. Did you see during this conversation, maybe it was because she was crying or fighting back tears. Her eyes were so cloudy and gross. She kind of looked like a white walker. She doesn't look good. Things no. are happening. 
She says she feels manipulated. She feels forced to have sex with him and all this stuff. It's very awkward. And I'm all I was thinking was, girl, you need to watch Julia and see how you feel after that. Imagine living in that situation. No, but she more or less implied that she's been doing what it takes to be a good fiance, be a good girlfriend. You know, that's what you have to do sometimes, Julia. You have to give it up if you want to get it. Know what I mean? Yeah, but she would feel better if she had a ring. Oh, my God. I just when you think it couldn't get any crazier. She said that her trust issues would disappear if she gets her ring back. And Mike just says, no, we're not engaged. No. Yeah. The previous scene, he said, you don't like me. We don't fit. I don't know what the problem is. They just keep dragging this out. How can they insult each other anymore? I think she calls him fatter at one point. Like, that's literally all you're left at this point. She's called him ugly. She's implied he's stupid. What else? Low class. Yeah. She said everything pretty bad. So, yeah. She said she feels manipulated. I actually can see that. Here's why. Why did he bring her to Washington from Ukraine? As much as we get annoyed by all of the wedding talk. That is the goal of this. She's not just some girl he's dating. In theory, they have to get married at the end of this. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's thinking it's just paper at first, but it's also very expensive. Maybe that's why. Maybe it's just like, gosh, I just put so much money into this already. Like, just try. He's leading her on. He is. He is. He should have let her go. He just has to follow his heart. Maybe he's the new bachelor. No way. There's no way he would be like, can you imagine him without a shirt on? Do they sign any type of formal releases? Like, can some of these contestants then go on The Bachelor or no? I think so. They've never done a celebrity bachelor. No. I mean, other than The Bachelor being somewhat of a celebrity, like the O'Connell, O'Donnell brother. The one. So the guy who is in Stand By Me. No idea who you're talking about. Oh, my gosh. You know, Jerry O'Connell, Jerry O'Donnell. Mr. Rebecca Romaine. Yeah. His twin brother, I think, was on either him or his twin brother. One of them, huge alcoholic, went on The Bachelor. Okay. And how'd that go? Terrible. He was an alcoholic. They broke up. Do you know the only thing I know about Jerry O'Connell? What? Favorite football team? Not the Ravens. Call! Call! I don't know how. I just looked it up. He's born and raised in Manhattan. But, yeah, he's a, a Ravens fan, which is pretty awesome if I don't say so. I just remember seeing him wearing a jersey. Does it does it say he was the bachelor or was it his brother? I think it, it couldn't have been him. There's no way. A lot, of, okay. a lot of acting credits though. So during this fight, naturally, Big Mike walks off. I keep saying this, but at what point does she just say like, all right, I should probably start looking for flights. And then finally, she says that. Hallelujah. Maybe they should be done. My gosh, it's about time. All right, on to Jovi and Yara and Nolan's. Final act in the bayou. Fresh off of spilling the beans to Jovi's parents, it's all smiles at this party. Yeah, it slowly goes downhill from here. Jovi was having a blast. Jovi was almost blackout wasted. What do you mean almost? Do you think he's even going to remember this tomorrow? I hope so. Natalie was roaming around that party all alone. How big was that room? It, It looked like the small upstairs of a bar. It didn't look that big. No. Well, she was doing this like, where's Jovi? Where's Jovi? I can't find him. Well, he might have been in the bathroom. I mean, doing that. Yeah, yo. Yeah, yo. What are you implying in the bathroom? Drugs. Yeah. 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 Google. I've never heard that. I don't even know how to spell that. Yak. What do you want me to say? Nose candy? Snow. Snow. (laughs) Gosh, you're such a prude. Snowflake. Jovi's friends, Frankie and Klein, not a Jewish person, really jumped in and riled Yara up, confirming all her negative feelings about the night and about Jovi. 
Remember when I said his friends were always just like kind of poking at him? But like, that's what friends do. This was not a, a cool thing to do to your boy. No, but maybe they were hollering. Uh, you're literally what I said, like, what, 20 minutes ago? Whatever. Yeah, that's what they're doing. They're friends until they can become the Harris to Yovi's Ryan is what's going to happen. It doesn't look like they're wasted. It looked like Jovi was the only one there that was wasted. I know. And she he goes, he says, I'm not drunk. I wanted him to say you're drunk, but he didn't. The whole situation finally comes to a boil. See what I did there? Uh-huh. Crawfish. And Yara grabs Jovi, who can barely hear her from like three feet away. He was white boy wasted. Yes. Like I said, blackout. They go outside to talk slash have an interview with the producers. And she voiced her feelings. And he was such a jerk. He was trying to embarrass her. Yeah. Welcome to pregnancy. Oh, look at my life, guys. <laughs> Sucks to be me. She is way too good for him. Yeah. And he says multiple times that he doesn't care. He's over it. I just got goosebumps, Julia. When the producer asked him if he felt bad that she didn't have a good time. And when he said, no, I don't care. Like, that's not just something you just don't say that. You don't say that about your fiance, future baby mama, future wife. When you say like, where do you want to go to dinner tonight? Oh, I don't care. Wherever you want. When that person says, I feel hurt, and you say, I don't care, you're basically saying, like, I don't care about you. That's that's one of those, like, you don't say the divorce word when you're married. You don't tell somebody you don't care about them. That's That was too much. Yeah. Like I said, he might not remember it because he is wasted. Yeah, I didn't love Yara referring to herself in the third person. You know, we joke about, like, the language barrier. That's always a cocky thing. Oh, like she starts talking about herself, like, oh, Yara, I have to do this, and Yara has to do that. And I think that's a thing that I really hope she doesn't keep up with. But then he just walked off and left her there to cry. He didn't care. He's like, she can continue this interview. I'm, I need to puke for a second. Excuse me. I wish he just would have said, like, whatever, I'm going back inside. But he just, see ya. I'm out. I'm going back in my party. Go see my friends and family. Eat some gator bites. It's like, mic drop, episode over. Goodbye, everybody. Julia, this Bye. episode, best episode of the season, no? It can only go downhill from here. Well, naturally. The first half better than the second, but oh my God. I mean, all these storylines have really come together. Yeah. But the Julia Brandon thing was a huge cock tease. I, di I didn't like that at all. They have a rooster on the farm? Was that an animal joke? I bet you they do. Gotcha. Closing thoughts? Closing thoughts? I'm excited for... Yara to go to Serbia or not go to Serbia, but not Yara. I'm sorry. Amira. Yeah. You think they're all the same. All these beautiful women. Okay. Or break up with Andrew. I don't know. One or the other. We'll see. I feel like that couple's not making it. They can't even be in the same place. This would be a very interesting storyline. If we never see the two of them together the whole season. We never saw Yolanda and Williams. We never saw Williams. That was not a real person. <laughs> I saw on bear. I think it's bears at all. She says that she speaks to him again. Oh, Jesus. But I don't know Some beyond people. that. She's Some dumb. People. Well, that's the end of our episode. Thanks for listening. Make sure to check us out on Instagram, Love Is Out There podcast, and our YouTube, Love Is Out There. Alan just tasted some Finnish food. It was not good. Some of it was. I mean, Sorry, if he had spoiler, it was not good. You liked the drinks. Yeah, yeah, drinks were good. Anyway, I found love. And I found love. We, we found, found love. love. Yeah. Bye.